0: All right, what's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the living the dream podcast today on the show We are talking about impatience and perspective And so I was thinking this sunday or pretty much every sunday actually why i'm so impatient during church like church is Maybe an hour and a half Maybe an hour and 15 minutes like it is not a long time at all But I sit there and five minutes in, 10 minutes in, i'm like i'm ready to go i'm ready to go and my like Knees are like, you know shaking or my legs are shaking i'm tapping my feet i'm like impatient i'm ready to go And I'm just like, why am I so impatient? And for the longest time, I just thought I was impatient because I was sitting through a church service and it was something that I didn't feel like I wanted to do. But then I was like, well, why do I not wanna do church? Like prayer isn't bad. Singing with your friends isn't bad. Seeing people who are all about loving each other isn't bad. Now, whether those people are actually all about loving each other, or you find some hypocrites in the church, you know, that's one thing. But being in a space where I can actively love people is not a bad thing at all. Like there are so many positives to church. And I focus on the one negative of like, I'm doing something that I don't want to do. And it's keeping me from doing something that I would rather be doing. And so right now in my life, I focus a lot on what I haven't done yet. I focus, you know, actually, there's this book, The Gap and the Gain, that I now know I need to read. Um, I got it from my mom. She read it. She said it was a good book. But I focus on The Gap a lot, I think. Like, what I haven't done, where I haven't been, how much money I don't have. I need to focus on, like, The Gain. Man, I literally just threw that book away because a dog chewed it up. And now I need to listen to it on my Audible again, but, or not again, for the first time, I get caught up focusing on what I haven't done yet, and so when I get caught up focusing on what I haven't accomplished for the week, what I haven't finished in my life, I get really irritated, really impatient with things that I feel like are wasting my time, and because I was not my best during all the other periods of my time where I could be my best, now that I'm doing something that I kind of don't want to do, that I feel kind of isn't moving me forward, I've Feel immense pressure from myself to get out of that activity as soon as possible because I have no time to be wasting. And so that, I think that's really why I get so impatient sitting through church. I feel like it's not really adding value to my life. Like it's kind of the same stories, it's kind of the same people, the same weird. Awkward conversations. And I'm just like, church, I feel like, isn't where relationships are built. It's like a touch point for relationships that you have built. You know, I think you build the relationship outside of Sunday service because there's very little fellowship in actual Sunday service. But it's a good touch point for when you have deep relationships with people. Right. So I just, you know, church is like, it just gets me. I don't, I don't really like it. I think it could be structured differently. That's a whole nother podcast. But Impatience and perspective. And so, what I really wanted to get at was like when I change my perspective, instead of focusing on what I haven't done yet, focus on maybe what I did do, maybe I would feel more accomplished. And from that accomplishment, I wouldn't be as impatient in church. I'd be able to be present in the moment because I wouldn't be beating myself up for being what I see as a failure. Who determines what a failure is? I determine what a failure is. And so, if I'm sitting there and I'm like, you're a failure because you didn't cold call this many people, you didn't underwrite this many deals, you didn't close this many things, you didn't sell this many courses, you didn't whatever it is, whatever it is for you. A lot of mine are money related right now because I'm building, but maybe yours is exercise, maybe yours is journaling, maybe yours is reading the Bible, maybe yours is um, being kind to your spouse, whatever it may be. When you beat yourself up over what you haven't done yet or what you failed to do, it's going to give room for impatience, especially if you're like me and you feel like you should always be improving yourself. That's what I, that's just an observation I had. And I wanted to share that with you guys because my impatience, for the longest time I've been asking myself, why am I impatient? And I think that impatience comes from a perspective because all patience is, is like literally living your life. Like if you think about it, The only reason impatience comes in your life is because of expectation. Like if you only ever lived in the moment and you only ever took life as it was at that moment, there would be no impatience because you wouldn't be expecting anything. You wouldn't be anticipating anything. You would simply be enjoying the moment to the fullest. And impatience is like you're waiting for something that's not here. You wouldn't do that if you were in the moment. You wouldn't do that if you were chilling with what you had. You wouldn't do that if you had contentment in your heart, right? And so that's the other part I really want to talk about, the expectation of where I need to be kills me. So I focus on what I haven't done yet because I have an expectation of myself that is not a reality yet. And if you guys have ever evaluated your own expectations, you'll see that the expectations shift as you get better and better, right? So you make a million dollars, you're expecting 10 million. You make 10 million, you're expecting 100 million. You get your spouse, you're expecting to have a perfect spouse. You're expecting her to have a better body a better smile, better friends, better status, better whatever. And so expectations shift. And I think those expectations ultimately come from a belief about ourselves. Again, I focus on where I'm not yet. And it's because I feel like I'm not worthy of being there. And I've been watching, I watched The Secret recently. And, um, you know, God promises us some things. People say the universe, people say, you know, whatever religion. For me, it's God because I'm a Christian and it's Jesus Um, And some of the promises in there really line up with the secret of like, ask ye shall receive, or the fact that we're the light of the earth, or light of the world and salt of the earth, and royal priesthood, all that good stuff. Um, I don't believe those things about me. And because I don't believe those things about me, I am always trying to be that thing. And because I'm always trying to be that thing, I think, like, I am not doing something that that person would do because I'm not that person. So that person would clearly be doing other things than what I'm doing. And so I need to do what they're doing, because I don't believe I'm that person. Does that make sense? Anyway, that puts expectation on myself of like, I need to be like this. And that's what really kills me. Because the dissatisfaction of the expectation gap in my life, and then judging myself for not closing that gap stops me from being in the moment. And that's why I think church is such a like, Ugh, it like upsets me because I'm not really upset at church. I'm like upset with myself for not being who I know I can be. But then it's like the expectations of being who I know I can be are the things stopping me from being who I know I can be. It gets wacky, but perspective, instead of focusing on the gap, focus on the gain. I'm going to go reread that book Clearly. And where do I want this to show up in my life? I just want to be present. I want to be in the now. I want to be where I am. I'm a big fan of The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Just really sit there and bask in the moment. And like that's where you find joy. That's where you find peace. And so how can you guys apply it to your life? I think breathing, walking, meditating, and journaling. um, One way I practice the power of now is I go on walks. When I go on walks, I pray and I pray for myself. I pray for other people. I pray about gratitude. I dwell on scripture that I really like that has spoken to me. Um, I need to expand my list, but I have like two or three off the top of my head and then I have a couple more that I like kind of paraphrase in my head and like really dwell on what it means for my heart. Um, Another way is like just feeling your body by um, like taking the time and like if you have pain in your body feeling that pain if you have a weird feeling in your body feeling that weird feeling if you have a, a current emotion you're feeling feeling that emotion like if you're angry feel the heat in your body And like be an outside observer of the heat rising in your body or the temperature rising in your body. If you're really happy, experience the like smile and the hormones that are making you smile and be an outside observer of that. And while you're experiencing it, you can observe yourself experiencing it. That's what the power of now talks a lot about. And I'm a big fan of that. So those are some ways just be present by feeling your body. And a lot of ways that people do it is breath work. I like to do it through walking. And when I walk, I visualize energy from the trees flowing in because I'm a big anime guy. And I think it's in Jujutsu Kaisen, one of the villains was, like, getting energy from the plant, the plants around him. I just thought that was really cool. So I, I imagine myself doing it now. But meditating, journaling, um, being with people you love or doing things that you love or doing things that require a lot of focus. So like, I feel like when I play chess, I'm in the moment, honestly, because my thoughts are so focused. Um, I had somebody on the podcast recently, uh, Michael McGrooch, I believe it was yes, who was talking about how art brings you into the present moment. Ooh, sorry about that. How art brings you into the present moment. And it's just uh, really important to do something that you love that you can focus on. And make sure you protect time doing that thing. Because the more you do it, the more you will default to it. Hmm. The more you do it, the more you default to it. Maybe I'll write a book about that. But There we go. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you guys for watching the show. And we'll see you on the next one. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.